Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour. If you want to be a part of the program, we'll get to a lot more of your calls straight ahead. Um, There is now, believe it or not, an effort um, to establish through the WHO, the World Health Organization. Yeah, that health organization that ran all the propaganda for China with the coronavirus, et cetera, et cetera. But they want to establish a global surveillance system Vaccine passports, international contact tracing. By the way, the same Democrats that, that you know, now insist on a vaccine uh, mandate, a vaccine card to get into a restaurant or an arena. Uh, the same people that also don't want voter ID. So explain that to me. But anyway, um, they would allow the WHO to dictate inter- international travel protocols, encourage the WHO to coordinate with big tech to fight, quote, disinformation. Here we go again. And even give them authority to declare and impose extensive lockdowns. Now, why would we ever sacrifice our sovereignty to any organization as corrupt as the WHO or the UN for that matter? So listen to the WHO chief. You know, talking about COVID-19 pandemic, it's most certainly not over. Are we going to let them dictate American policy? Why do we elect representatives then? Why do we elect a president then? Why do we elect local and state representatives then? Listen. Reported cases have declined significantly from the peak of the Omicron wave in January of this year. And reported deaths are at their lowest since March 2020. In many countries... All restrictions have been lifted and life looks much like it did before the pandemic. So is it over? No, it's most certainly 
not over. I know that's not the message you want to hear. And it's definitely not the message I want to deliver. It's not over anywhere until it's over everywhere. As we speak, our colleagues around the world are responding to outbreaks of Ebola in DRC, monkeypox and hepatitis of unknown cause and complex humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan, Ethiopia, Somalia, South Sudan, the Syrian Arab Republic, Ukraine and Yemen. We face a formidable convergence of disease, drought, famine and war fueled by climate change, inequity and geopolitical rivalry. So the question is, why would the Biden administration even consider relinquishing our sovereignty, our health care to the U.N. and, and the World Health Organization to create a platform for global governance? I know it sounds insane, but it's a real story. Congressman Lance Gooden has now written a letter demanding that the Biden administration oppose these proposed changes to the WHO and their authority that would establish a global surveillance system. And that means the vaccine passports, international contact tracing, uh, and allow the, the WHO to have any say at all whatsoever in our travel uh, plans or or rules and regulations. That's what our government is for. That's what our elected representatives are for. Uh, and we do know that, in fact, they did lie numerous times to protect China and the origins of the, the coronavirus and, of course, the COVID-19 pandemic. Anyway, Congressman Gooden is with us now. Congressman, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. So they've been wrong almost the entire time, like so many of our so-called experts here, as it relates to the COVID-19. Get the vaccine and you'll never get COVID. Joe Biden, Fauci, all of them said it. And, and so many other cases of it. I think a lot has gone on that we didn't know. Now we had, do have a lot of evidence showing that, in fact, even taxpayer dollars went to fund the Wuhan Virology Lab uh, through NIH monies that were given to the Eco Alliance. So we know that we were lied to on that issue as well. Uh, is this really a serious proposal? I'm afraid it is. Uh, I, I'm outraged and shocked because... As clueless as these uh, Biden administration folks have been, that usually there's at least someone with a political brain that has some sense of where the American people are. And when things get too crazy, there's always some person that says, OK, we're going to maybe have to pump the brakes on this. But I haven't heard the brake pumping on this one. Um, I, they just don't seem real concerned with where everyday Americans are on this. And I heard that World Health Organization head say that it's not over until it's over everywhere. My constituents and I are not sitting around waiting for Shanghai and Somalia to get back to normal before we get back to normal. And I, I really take uh, issue uh, with some unelected head of this body that's been lying to us for years, suddenly telling us how we're going to move about our daily lives. It's totally crazy. So let's go to where we are in the process. My understanding is, and correct me if I'm wrong, that the WHO has started drafting what they're calling a global pandemic treaty on pandemic pandemic preparedness uh, that would give them the power over global biosecurity, if you will, and the power to implement digital identities, passports, vaccine passports, mandatory vaccinations, travel restrictions, et cetera. 
that that is all accurate this is none of this is made up because it sounds like a sci-fi movie to me it's totally crazy and you've also left out one other part that's crazy and that is their definition uh, or their ability to declare a health emergency and that's so vague because they could declare homelessness an emergency they could declare gun violence a health emergency we know that the democrats get creative here in the u.s i'm pretty confident that liberals at the world health well correct me if i'm wrong the who if i'm not mistaken i'm going from recall here didn't they not publicly admit COVID 19 was airborne until the end of december 21 one full year after the pandemic began oh that's right and they've denied any chinese culpability to this day uh it's it's baffling that we're even to this point that we're still giving them any credibility at all are there any democrats that you may have spoken with that are sympathetic to your point of view saying we we're not going to give up our sovereignty and authority to a, a bunch of uh, to any international agency like this uh, the only one i can think of is henry cuellar who's fighting for his political life tomorrow night in the texas runoff and imagine that every democrat seems to be out to get him yeah pr- pretty amazing what, have you spoken to anybody in the Senate? Have you talked to Joe Manchin? Have you talked to Kristen Sinema about this? Well, you know, we've talked to the Ted Cruz folks, their own board. Um, I, I've also uh, heard through the through the Joe Manchin crowd that he's uh, he's not on board with this proposal, and I can't imagine him thinking it's good policy. I, I suspect uh, you've got some of these swing district senators in places like Arizona, Mark Kelly, who are shaking their heads, thinking, why is this another issue? They got lucky with Title 42 and the courts deciding that issue for them, so they didn't have to take a stand one way or another. But this World Health Organization, uh, this this issue is something I've heard about most. But let me ask uh, you this. I mean, sure. we've watched Joe Biden kind of govern through executive actions. Is this something that you would suspect he'd try to push through with an executive action? Now, think about this. It's not so far-fetched when we know that even though it's the the Senate that should ratify treaties, that Iranian deal in the Obama-Biden years uh, was never ratified by anybody. That's right. That's right. You know, this is... This is the Paris Climate Accords would be another one. That wasn't ratified yeah. to my recollection either. That's right. The only ratification that they're willing to roll the dice in the Senate on, I believe, is NATO uh, acceptance for Finland and Sweden because uh, they think they're pretty confident with the votes. But I think that they're uh, they're averse to taking any kind of gamble with actually letting the elected officials, uh, in this case the Senate, ratify something because they know the American people aren't on board. Well, I, I hope you'll keep us up to date on this, Congressman, and let us know if, in fact, this has any possibility of of ever usurping the authority of our elected officials like you, uh, which would be an insane thing and a horrific precedent for this country. And I, I do suspect there's going to be a lot of Democrats, sadly, that would support something like this. Um, I would say to them, that is why you are elected. That would be your job. It's not the WHO's right. job. And frankly, we are after what how badly the WHO did during the pandemic. Uh, it's probably time that we not fund them anymore either. They're not doing anything that is helping us in any way. Uh, it was the United States and our brilliant scientists, our our brilliant medical professionals. At the time, the speed of, of Donald Trump with warp speed, uh, you know, we took care of the world. We shared everything we had with the world. So anyway, we appreciate what you're doing, uh, Congressman Gooden. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Take care. Quick break. We'll hit the phones when we get back. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program as we continue along today. I want to remind you, by the way, people now, the average 
time that people are holding on to their cars is over 12 years. That's the longest period of time ever in history as a result of Biden inflation anyway. And, of course, a shortage of cars and and even used car prices up 40 percent. Look, in life, you can count on death, taxes and your car breaking down. Three things you can count on. Uh, I can't do anything about the the death and the taxes part, but I can help you with your car breaking down. That's why I personally have Car Shield. When something goes wrong, number one, I get roadside assistance that's included in my coverage, and I can count on them to save me money from these very expensive repairs because these cars today are way too complicated. And when I once used to fix my own car, I can't do it anymore. And Car Shield offers protection plans. Whether your car has 5,000 or 155,000 miles on it, about 100 bucks a month on average, covers more parts than ever before. You can get your coverage today, and your price will be locked in and never go up. So when your car breaks down, you can count on CarShield for help. Anyway, uh, give them a call right now at 800-391-8888, or just go to their website. It's carshield.com slash Hannity. One word, carshield.com slash Hannity, or call toll-free 800-391-8888. Protect yourself and your family out on the road and protect your finances from expensive, costly repairs. Focused on finding solutions to today's biggest problems. This is The Hannity Show. All right, back to our busy phones. Sean, another Sean in South Carolina. Sean, how are you? Glad you called, sir. Thank you. It's an honor to speak to you. The honor is all mine. What's on your mind today? I just wanted to mention how hilarious it is that Elon Musk was a Republican for a day and then got hit with a sexual assault scandal. <laughs> you know, I, I, I watched this with, with, with glee. He makes an announcement that the Democratic Party, he thought it was, they used to be more kind and gentle and He's like figured out that, you know, the politics they play is for keeps and they can get pretty darn right vicious in every capacity. And yeah, then he got hit with this this allegation. I forget how many years prior. Linda, how many years prior was this thing? Well, long time ago, right? It's been Fairly a long. really long time. Yeah. You know, look, I, I stay where I always stay and that's in my lane. What's my lane? The reason we were right about Richard Jewell, the reason we were right about about Ferguson, the reason we were right about Cambridge police, the reason we were right about Trump-Russia collusion, the reason we were right in our vetting of Obama, the reason we were right in Baltimore and UVA in that case and Duke Lacrosse and all these other cases is because we believe in something called the presumption of innocent, that you're innocent until being proven guilty. Now, one exception that I did make is, you know, when you have a videotape, like in the case of George Floyd, you could see that not a good thing to do to keep your knee on somebody's neck and and pushing their face and neck into the pavement for what seven eight nine minutes whatever the time was uh as a martial artist i can tell you if i put a rear naked choke on you i could probably you'll either tap out in 10 seconds or you'll pass out in less than 15. so it's just uh, the most vulnerable part of the human anatomy and if you have a case like that you know what? It's you can make an early observation that you think uh, this is not you. You cannot treat somebody like that, especially somebody that's handcuffed and saying, "Please, sir, I can't breathe." At that point, you've got to turn the person over. I was military police for six years. I've had that training too. Yeah, and and you know as well as I do that if you put some, if you lock in a real, real rear naked choke, 
You can choke somebody out pretty quickly. I've had it done to me. It's not fun. No, it's not. All right, my friend. Thank you. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Mike, I was saying bye to Sean. Mike in Arizona. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hey, Sean, how's it going? Big fan. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, This is actually crazy. The last question was a perfect setup to what I have. Um, I was wondering with this whole thing with Elon Musk, do you think that the liberal elites have made it taboo to question women with sexual harassment or assault allegations on purpose so that they can use it as like smear tactics to get rid of their opponents? Because it seems like a lot of the times they come out with these things with virtually no evidence or very you know, rough evidence, but that doesn't stop these liberal, uh, you know, media outlets from pushing these stories. Look, look, look what they did to Justice Kavanaugh. Look at look at yeah. how bad that got. Look at how low some people sunk in this. And it, it was one perfect. allegation after another, after another, after another, after another. Now, um, I actually think that that it might have in many ways broken him where Clarence Thomas was so bold and and brave and called it a, a modern high-tech lynching at the time. I saw Kavanaugh just break down. And I've seen people that have gotten unfair, untrue, negative coverage, and they never recover from it. Now, I live in that world, and it's not a fun world to live in. But the reality is, if you stay rooted in very fundamental legal principle, and that is innocence, the presumption of innocence, until you're proven guilty, then usually you're in you're in a safe position because an allegation is only at the time an allegation until there's evidence to the contrary and and as public figures can get accused of all sorts of things so i have just myself i've i just stick to those principles every single time um i hope that answers your question yeah it does i just i guess i was wondering if you think like this you think they're actively using these tactics or if it just happens to be you know it seems that it seems more calculated than you know these outlets are willing. He to had a very on. strong denial. Do I think it's possible that, that this is something that might not be true? Of course I do. I, I have I have I have no knowledge of my own whatsoever of what happened in this case. I don't even know who the other person is. So do I think people sometimes don't tell the truth? Just go back to Justice Kavanaugh is fairly recent. So I think we got to be very careful. You know, all, all the I believers, I believe, I believe. They only believe when it suits their political narrative in most cases. It's not that they really believe everybody, but only when it's convenient. Uh, anyway, good call. Appreciate it. Quick break. Right back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour, toll free. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, I always got along with Carl Cameron. Remember, uh, Linda, you've met him a number of times. We called him Campaign Carl for years. Very and much so, yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding where he's coming from here because he, he wants to confront people that have opinions that he doesn't like and people on social media whose opinions he doesn't like again calling it disinformation and some violators he's literally saying should be put in jail i mean facts matter you disturb the peace you start you can't start a riot in a movie theater cops are going to arrest you you might end up in jail you might end up you know something worse now he's urging and challenging biden um to go after people whose opinions he doesn't like and saying the president should be more forceful and sooner than later in law enforcement uh, and the U.S. government to stop people they deem to be giving out information that they don't like or agree with. What part of freedom of the press, freedom of speech is he missing here? You know, he talks about social media, talks about Fox News. He talks about the Internet and, you know, a good portion of what we read coming from folks who aren't Americans pretending to be Americans in order to gaslight or even worse. And, you know, going on to state that we'd arrest people and put them in jail for opinions. I thought I thought isn't that fundamental freedom of speech, et cetera? I would think I find it very odd that someone who works in the media thinks that this is a viable option. Is I he mean, working How did, did he get a new job? Well, I mean, I he know. did. He worked in the media. I'm just saying as a member of the press, you know, just put that aside just as an American citizen. You know, if, if you go around, you know, the world and you look at the freedoms that we have here that we take for granted every single day. And then you look at all these other countries and how completely and totally isolated, they're completely isolated from the outside world, especially in places like China and Afghanistan and Iran, where they control every single thing that their constituents do. I mean, people in these countries have nothing. And then you got Carl saying, well, if I don't like what you say, I think the Biden administration should reach out and tell you to be quiet. I don't think what I don't think people are understanding. Like at some point, people are going to like what you say. 
and you're going to be the victim of your own ideas, and it's not going to feel so good then. You know, use what we have now learned in the case of, of in the Sussman trial from, from Durham. Look at the testimony of Hillary Clinton's allies in this case. Look at them admitting that they, they literally fabricated out of whole cloth um, this document, now in this case, it was the allegation about the, the servers being connected to Alpha Bank and Russia, et cetera. And for three long years, the media mob got it wrong. I don't remember Carl Cameron covering that story or anywhere near covering it to, to the extent that we did. Um, I'm never going to get my Pulitzer. You know, Maggie Haberman, the New York Times, they're getting Pulitzers for information that they reported that ends up being dead wrong. And what's amazing to me is that Hillary Clinton herself sanctioned these lies, paid for that dirty dossier in the other cases, two buckets here. It did enormous harm to the country. It brought disgrace. And that's why I kept defending the 99% of FBI people. The press, if they had any, any decency, they would be humiliated by being so wrong for so many years. They would correct the record. They're not doing that either. And, and then four years later, they did it the exact opposite way. And that is a few weeks before the election, boom, out comes Hunter Biden's laptop from hell. And they all run out there, race out there. This is Russian disinformation. That, that, that was lying the other way. Always, though, the lie is to hurt the conservative, hurt the Republican, and help the Democrat, help the socialist, help the liberal. Well, you know, we should talk about, oh, isn't that a, a campaign donation on their behalf? You see, I don't mind if... If these people in the mob and the media have opinions, but they should be open and honest and upfront. They all claim that they're journalists. They're not journalists. You know, what do I say? I am a member of the press. I, I say I'm not a journalist, but this show does plenty of journalism. We do. I can produce thousands of hours on TV and radio of me doing straight news. I can produce thousands of hours of investigative reporting. I can do thousands of hours. I tell everybody up front, I am a conservative. I can't believe Sean Hannity just endorsed somebody. I'm like, I said it, you know, 5,000 times every single day, you know, leading up to an election. And it's like a surprise all of a sudden. I'm up front about the fact that I give opinions. Uh, that's the editorial side of this program. And we do sports, we do culture, we do everything else in between. So, yeah, I'm a member of the press, but I'm like a whole newspaper. We do straight news, investigative reporting, opinion. We do culture. We do sports. We do it all. And they claim that they're journalists. They claim that they don't have opinions involved in all of this. That's where they're lying. And I'm honest about who I am. But and see, there's one point admit, further. There's one yeah. more point that you're missing. And it's and I think it's a very important one. You know, we're out there and we're giving what we have to say, and we very clearly say it wasn't very nice to say one important point you're missing. Okay. <laughs> one, uh, you know what? That was my opinion, and I'm sorry that I shared it without <laughs> asking permission. All right. Um, All right, take a vow, T.J. <laughs> but I, I do think that one of the things that you're very clear about, and I, I find this often in our conversation, is, okay, so you disagree with me. I'm telling you what I think, and then I'm telling you why I think it, and then I'm telling you what sources I used to derive my thought. What I find a lot of times with the left, and, and to Carl's point, 
if he is going to play the disinformation game, I would say that omission and not covering would be something he would have to address because by not covering things that happen with, you know, Benghazi Clinton or, you know, Hunter Biden, my sex laptop, if we're not going to talk about those things and we're just going to pretend like they're not happening, then we are deceiving the public because we're pretending like it's not happening. You know, there were a lot of things that we covered in the past 10 years where I was like, God, I don't want to cover this. I really don't want to cover this, but we have to. There were so many times where we would say, we're collecting our sources, we're looking at this, we're taking a deeper dive, but we want to let you know what's happening. That doesn't happen at all on the left. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to that place where, you know, where Carl can find the middle ground. I, you know, he's got this progressive thing that he started on his own and he's the chief correspondent for it. And he very clearly says it's progressive. So when you're giving yourself your own label that you are identifying as somebody who's not on one side but the other, then I think you need to be honest about the fact that that may sway what you consider to be information, disinformation, misinformation or omission. And I don't think he's covering that at all. He's just, I don't like you. I don't want to cover it. I mean, we'd have to put half of Congress in jail for lying and misinformation. I mean, give me a break. Uh, let's get to our phones. Good analysis. Peter in California. Hey, Peter, how are you? Oh, Sean, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Thank you, sir, for being there. And I've been looking at your show for a long time. Thank I just you. wanted to ask you, I, you're welcome. I, I just wanted to say uh, this. I've been hearing this about the uh, putting our sovereignty under the, under the uh, WHO. Right. And that really surprises me because uh, I was looking at television a little while ago and I, and I kept seeing this. I going, wow, uh, don't people understand that if, if, you, if you give them a foot, they take a mile? The liberals and the globalists have been doing this for years. You, you, you can't appease them. They're lying to us. And, and I, I told my neighbors, I said, can you imagine if, if, we have, if they had that right, then we're going to fly under the banner of, the, you know, of NATO and they come over here and say something, oh, they won't do that. I go, sure they will. They've proven that over and over and over again. You give them an inch, it's like giving them a mile. And I'm just concerned about this, and it's, it's, it's really funny because when you read about it, you know, to me, uh, I, I read a book, and it talks about, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, uh, coup d'etat, yeah. uh, coup by, by destroying the economy. Coup d'etat, When yeah. I see Biden, yeah, I see, I see the deregulation, uh, uh, the dereliction of duty, and he's letting the economy collapse. Why, why would we ever usurp the authority of our very own elected officials to a world body? But now you got to think a little yeah. more deeply here. Remember, there's there's one party in this country that wants to adopt all things radical socialism. That re- they really are. It's a climate alarmist religious cult. This new green deal ism is socialism given another name. And it's just packaged differently. But we know the inevitable results are more poverty, broken promises. They can never sustain what they promised that they that they were going to give you everything. And we end up all being poor as a result. And in the end, too, it's about, you know, economic uh, equality and redistribution of wealth at a level where basically that you would empower the government to take other people's money and give it to this other group of people. Those would be your voters. That would be your voting base. And, oh, sure, you're going to give me tens of thousands of dollars. I'll take it. I'm going to vote for you. But you're empowering them to take other people's hard-earned money when, in fact, America is supposed to be about liberty and about freedom. And it's supposed to be life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And part of that pursuit is you pursue whatever career you choose, I have so many friends in my life that have callings. Every pilot I ever met wants to be a pilot. Same with every nurse I ever met. They wanted to be a nurse since they were little. Um, a policeman, fireman, EMT, doctor, lawyer. I mean, all walks of life. People make these choices. 
And it's amazing that that's what what drives them. I think what makes anybody good at any job is your love and your passion for that job. And all of that then goes away if we're just going to live in this, you know, put all the money in a pot and say, okay, it doesn't matter whether you work or not work, you're getting the same amount of money as the next guy. Well, that will disincentivize all working, which we've seen. There's been many manifestations of redistributionism, authoritarianism, communism, um, and it's it's whatever name you socialism that you want to give it. And to one degree or another, with some variation, it ends up the same. It never works. It fails. It's just like Obamacare. Keep your doctor plan and save money. None of those promises were were ever fulfilled, ever. That that is that is so true. I, I tell everybody. I said whether you look at the uh, if you look at uh, fascism or communism, they both come out of the same playbook out of Karl Marx. And what you're saying is the same thing. Just destroy the economy, put everybody in the level playing field, and then bring up the ashes. And they're going to be selective of whose ashes they're going to bring up. It's amazing because I was looking at that too. The World Economic Council is, and I guess right now, and I go, this is it's it's, it's you can see the pattern where they're going with this. What gets me is I tell my neighbors, and they're stuck looking at uh, science fiction movies or whatever, which, which is nothing bad of that. But I say, take your heads out of the sands and, and do more reading. Remember the old adage, I give you books, I give you books, and all you do is you know read the covers. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. And That's they, don't, good... they don't seem to read. They don't instruct themselves. And I go, well, we're... Well, what happens if you don't learn from history, you're what? Doomed to repeat it. You know, what's the definition of insanity? You know, trying the same thing over and over again, thinking you will get a different result. Um, anyway, good call, my friend. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. Barbara is in the great state of Florida, the free state of Florida. Barbara, how are you? Hey, John. Thank you so much for taking my call. I wanted to mention something about these strategic oil reserves being depleted. I live in Florida, and I am concerned about almost everybody that lives on the East Coast and what can happen if we're hit by another major hurricane. I can't mm-hmm. even imagine what would happen and I, I just think it's like these guys, they never think ahead about the possibilities are. So like the same thing with the baby formula. When they shut down the plant, nobody thought ahead, like what's going to happen when they run out of baby formula? That they just don't have any, I don't understand it. I don't understand why nobody in, in that whole administration seems to think about the, the unattended consequences of the things that they do. The average price now nationwide for a gallon of gasoline, again, we had... 10 straight, 12 straight days in a row now of an increase is $4.71. Uh-huh. And I keep playing that cut of Donald Trump. You like your $2 gas, right? You like it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Anyway, well, I appreciate I it. At least you're living in the free state of uh, uh, Florida, Barbara. God bless you. Appreciate you being Absolutely. with us. Absolutely. All right, Joe and Ella J. Uh, of course, tomorrow's a big primary. You got Purdue versus Kemp, and then, of course, Herschel Walker uh, looking for the nomination to be the Senate candidate to go up against Warnock. What's going on, Joe and Ella J.? Uh, Sean, love your show. Uh, I am working very hard for David Purdue. I know you've endorsed him. Donald Trump's endorsed him. New Games has endorsed him. Sarah Palin. With those four great conservatives endorsing you, uh, I think I think Purdue's going to come back and win. Of course, you know Trump's putting on a a telephone program tonight in Atlanta. So I predict that uh, not only will David Perdue win against Kemp tomorrow, he will then go on to defeat Stacey Abrams. So I'm really fired up for David Perdue, and uh, I really appreciate you. Now, the polls aren't looking great for him, but the polls are looking phenomenal for Herschel. And, uh, you know, we're just going to see what the results are. And um, I'm I'm not sure what the appeal is of Kemp. Um, He has done some good things. 
But whoever wins the primary, you know, has to win or else Georgia's going to get stuck with Stacey Abrams. And I don't like that as a possibility at all. Purdue's anyway, going to win, and Sean Hannity's going to keep being number one in the country. <laughs> you know, I, I can't get everyone right, but I'm trying, Joe. You know me a long time. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. The president's attorney, as it relates to the Sussman trial, incredible developments yet again today. The media blackout uh, is in full force, but not on my show. Anyway, that'll be on Hannity tonight. Senator John Kennedy, Senator Cruz, Herschel Walker, David Perdue, and Governor Greg Abbott will load it up, 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News Channel, please set your DVR. Uh, We'll see you tonight, back here tomorrow, and thank you for making this show possible. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.